Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. Good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Live the Fuel show. So today we are recording on a fun, well, at least here in Pennsylvania, a uh, moist and wet, rainy Saturday uh, in the middle of winter when I should be skiing. It is raining. So just going to throw that out there because I get frustrated because I'm a big outdoorsy nut. But I'm excited, ladies and gentlemen, because I'm bringing on, yes, yet another new guest co-host, actually times two. And uh, they're going to help us understand a little bit more about the power of life balance. And I've geeked out about this before. I actually have myself finally entered into working with the VA world, the virtual assistant world, because I do not have employees. And uh, we might geek out a little bit about that today. Might even joke around about a little uh, yoga, which we were talking about before we fired up the show. Uh, but let's, let's, let's just dive in, ladies and gentlemen. We got Ann and Mark. They, they love start, starting up and running businesses, and they've always been fascinated with making things work better and run smoother. Nowadays, some people start calling it, hey, I'm going to hack this, I'm going to hack that. Well, you can hack the heck out of it with these guys because uh, they co-founded and run multiple businesses simultaneously for like two decades. So these guys get after it. And they generated over 15.7 million people, million dollars in revenue for their service-based businesses in the past four years. Four years, that's it. Less than five, four years. So they got coaching and consulting. They're working with CEOs, executives. Uh, they got common core business problems like owner overwhelm, been there. Staff turnover, my client. Uh, <laughs> failures and poor customer service. I spent over 15 years in the customer service industry leading, developing, and coaching. So we're going to geek out today about VAs. Without further ado, Ann and Mark of Hire Smart Virtual Assistants, a.k.a. VAs, welcome to the show. Thank you, Scott. It's, it's such a pleasure to be here, to be here yes, today. Sir. I know, right? Like, we have nothing else better to do on a Saturday. Let's just go rock the mic. So That's right. We love yeah. it. And uh, we were joking around earlier, so... Fellow mutual dog owners, uh, I got Calvin the Coonhound in the other room. He just got back from his favorite park with my wife. I think she just Instagrammed uh, him rolling around in the wet grass cause, and howling because that's what he likes to do. Uh, now, he's a English Red Tick Coonhound, just over 11 years old, and we had to save him from cancer last year and cut a leg off. So now he is a oh. tripod, and we're trying to get him to trend in the hashtag tripod WD uh, keyword. So... Just throwing that out there for some fun, random knowledge. There you go. <laughs> so how about your pup? So we have a five-year-old miniature schnauzer called Adrian. And yes, Adrian! Okay, I'll go over that. Yeah, we got some Sylvester Stallone uh, throwbacks here. <laughs> That's right. And he is just like that, full of himself and just... Uh, yeah, they're like, why do you give a three-syllable name to a dog? Right. You know, it's hard to call him. No, that's okay. Which is actually a long story how we named him, which we do not have time for, but he that's does okay. a very special meaning. All right. Well, I think that's cute. Five years, right? So, and also a fellow howler, sometimes when you don't want them to howl. Just yeah, he's out. already been going. Yeah. He, he stopped right now. So. <laughs> well, and I heard you did distract him with a Kong. I never even knew what a Kong was until I met my now wife. And she's like, oh, it's a big rubber thing you stuff food into. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And then what's the point of that? She's like, distraction. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Keep them quiet. That's almost like you guys need a VA just for your dogs sometimes. Do people idea. ever do that? Yeah. Can people hire a VA for a dog? Well, no, it wouldn't be virtual then. So yeah, it's a little hard. We do have, we do have a highly paid dog sitter because we travel all over the all over the country talking, and she probably makes a pretty good yeah. living off yeah. of us. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
because they cost almost as much for our dog as it does for our hotel. Well, <laughs> whoa. well, actually, you're not alone. I, my client has she has doggy daycare. Uh, yeah. because, uh, she, she travels a lot and I travel a lot for her company as well. We do a lot of sales and marketing for her business and her clients. And, uh, thank God my wife is a veterinary doctor. So she just has her, you know, within two hour travel window and doesn't really, and actually he rides along in the vehicle with her a lot. So oh, great. we haven't had to invest in doggy daycare. Actually, I don't think she will ever pay for doggy daycare because <laughs> she doesn't trust them. <laughs> I, I get it. it, it that's um, why we pay our dog sitters quite, quite a lot. But you know, it's peace of mind, right? That's what we're looking at of this. And let's tie this into what we're going to talk about today. It's like, I, at first, was afraid of VA world, right? Virtual assistants, like, okay, well, are they ever going to do it as good as I do it? And thanks to having other past VA gurus on the show from other businesses, and you guys will be able to chime in now, it really comes down to, for me, realizing, okay, where, what are the areas that are so robotic? Do I even really need to be spending my time on that anymore because it's not profitable, right? I should be focusing on the areas that my expertise are in and just hand that stuff off to a teammate, a, a VA, if you will, and uh, let them handle some of that robotic stuff. The stuff that's repeatable, uh, I can document a process and they can just follow it. That That's one thing I've learned. Uh, would you say that's one of the first things you teach people or is there more to it than that? <laughs> yeah, so we have a different philosophy. Okay. And, and this is why we started Hire Smart because there really wasn't someone that thought the way we did about it. Hmm. So our process is we spend as a, as a company for our clients, we spend a lot of time, energy, and effort to make sure we've got the right person in the right seat. Oh, so that it's not so robotic that it is and has thinking capabilities through uh, the position. Okay. So it, again, it, we're more like virtual employees. That's what I was about like to ask. Yeah. Full-time dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. And like a recruiter, I hand select the global assistants for my clients. Oh, I like that. Did you just, say, you just call them global assistants? I did. Because oh, that's, nice. that's how we look at oh. them more so <laughs> than, 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 you know, just some virtual person on the side of the world throwing, throwing out the those. buzzwords i like it so. yeah and, and think about it if you, you know you, you're going to go out you want a nice suit to wear you can go get one off the rack which is the robotic one yeah or you can go have one custom made we custom make listen i have finally fallen into that world i yes I, right. it, it's, it's no joke i mean you truly get what you pay for these days i know it's become a very very thrown around statement but there's so much to that right? It's like, okay, feels better. It feels better. Number one, I mean, I would hope, I would hope that with these yeah. said extra dollars, the confidence and truth does come behind it. That you are getting better quality service people, etc. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I never had a custom suit until this past year. I had it on, I believe in tailoring, but I went beyond tailoring to get my suit for the wedding. Cause we just got married in March of 2019. So still newlyweds because we're less than a year. So, uh, but I was like, all right, let's just, let's step it up. All right. Let's, let's sp spend like 200 more dollars. It's not even that much more, 200 more dollars go full custom. And let me tell you, looks good. looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It feels, feels good. good. And, and, and that's good. how the VAs yeah. feel and, with and, our clients. Yeah. And we want that same kind of fit and feel, and it just, it is more natural. Yeah. But a lot of that comes from a lot of what we do. We have 18 different data points that we analyze of a person's evaluation okay. before we give it to a client. So I'm looking at all of these different things and there's a balance. Cause again, depending on the role that the client's trying to fill, you know, we need sometimes a little more 
salesy versus a little more technician versus a little bit more like I like, I like to be on the phone. I have excellent verbal versus I'm really back off as bean counter. Oh yeah, so, that's true. If you're not, not even, a, if you're not answering phones or anything, what, your voice means really nothing. nothing. <laughs> right, right. And and most business owners they they think about the hiring process and they just they find somebody they like and they hire them, right? Okay. And what we do is we get it to the point where we do that analysis, we do that evaluation for the person's job, and and find three qualified people that can then do the job then the business owner gets to pick the one they like that yeah. they feel good about. There's a lot so of screeners. The you guys yeah. are doing a lot of legwork on the, on the on the front end there. So True, true. But that's why we have a 97.2% stick rate in our Look at you tossing out the numbers. Ooh, it's, confidence, I like it. <laughs> we are very, very, I mean, I, I can tell you what our fallout rate is in every, every stage of the evaluation. Because I don't think you can improve if you're not willing to look at those numbers and, and be realistic you can't fix what you don't understand or don't know well and, and let's pause on this like you didn't know all this 18 19 points of stuff like <laughs> right away right like this is part of that yeah. i love bringing up the entrepreneurial journey because obviously per your bio you guys have bounced around the business market here you guys have trial and error this stuff uh when you launched your virtual company we'll call it that way because vas uh you had a different brand you had a different name you were still figuring this out you had to put in the reps i love it just like going to the gym like you got to put in the reps man you don't know what's going to work what's not going to work and how it's going to feel until you try it out so absolutely so what, what was that first like what was that first like six months like like just like <laughs> trying to figure that out <laughs> well it was interesting so so I, I didn't come into this with no experience i mean i've had an hr background i was a vice president of of sales, so I'm, okay. I was used to hiring, and I was used to being able to solve complex problems yeah. in HR. So the but the this is the first business when, we had where somebody said, "I'll write you a big fat check if you'll do this for me," and we're like, "Because we had done it for ourselves, we did it for ourselves." Yeah, so we spent yeah six months evaluating, figuring out what the risks are, the pros are, the con. We we went through all of that and, and narrowed it down to the, the to the basics. And then we hired an individual for us. Right. For one so, of our businesses. So we hired, gosh, tomorrow will be an anniversary. I know. Five years Five ago years. tomorrow. Oh, and, your, your uh, first VA or? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, now, did you go through another a, VA agency or you just literally went through your own kind of process and just hired somebody to be virtual? So we have a staffing partner in the Philippines that we started with five years ago. I hear that's where it's all, it's all about the Philippines. That's what I keep hearing, man. They said, don't go India, man. You got to go Philippine virtual assistant. (laughs) Their English is so much better. They actually care. They're passionate. Cultural Um, match, the values match. There's so much there. But it is different. And and this is where, this is where you asked about the first six months. So, you know, we started, we learned a lot on our own you know, experience in those first six months. And then of course we had the client that said, listen, I need six. You have two weeks go. And I'm going to write you <laughs> write a big check. big check to make yeah. that happen. Cause I usually said, you write all those checks. It's to hard to, to say no to the big check. It, right, it, it, it was. Right. And then she was a personal friend of mine too. Oh. So, I mean, it was somebody that, you know, again, would let me bump my knees and not be upset. Yeah. But interesting enough, those VAs that we placed four and a half years ago for her are still working for them. Oh, so, okay. So it's so not we like had you, that longevity. That you you didn't really mess that completely up. <laughs> I didn't mess no, it up at all, no. actually. So, so, you know. The, but it the, was more on intuition. It wasn't, right. you know, since then we've built the algorithms we brought on a couple of years ago. So our success rates are 
better with all the other clients that we've had and all. But yeah, in the beginning, it was in Ann's intuition of what she had learned in her other positions in her HR and her hiring and sales of knowing the right person to bring on board. Right. Yeah. And I, I too have been there actually. So I I used to do all of those roles. I was in the corporate world. I I started, oh gosh, I was 18 and I started in the call center world. And then Mm -hmm. that company is actually still around. They've rebranded since then, but they were, they were, when you dialed 411 in the nineties on your cell phone to get directory assistance, you actually reached us back in the day before Verizon. It was Bell Atlantic mobile here on the East coast. Well, all the Ma Bell companies, well, their cell phone divisions, they would outsource to us. We were an enhanced, we were the first enhanced directory assistance company back in the day, man, man, that was called uh info NXX. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, they, they now have call centers in the Philippines years later, oh. Dif- different yeah. company yeah. name. And that's um, where all the big fortune 500 yeah. and ran a call center here, which was unheard of. She, her company actually tried to sell to where I was in sales, okay. not her individually, but they came to us, but yeah. you know, and, and they've all evolved out of that and the bigger companies set up in the Philippines. And that's why we first sought that out and then sought a partner over there to help fulfill our needs. Yeah. I still have a friend of mine, like years later after that company, I, I got into a company called OmniPoint, which became voice chain, which became T-Mobile. Yeah. So they, uh, they had most of their call centers were in-house, but they outsourced to outsourcing call centers. And this is, they were still figuring out whether or not to go Philippines or not. And my, my good friend, she's still with that company. She travels overseas, goes to the Philippines. They, they do the training, cross training, evaluation. It's just crazy how funny this all is. It's just, and Philippines, they're crushing it, man. Like that's a big market for them over there. They know they got over their English dialed million, in. Yeah. Over a million workers. And they have American call centers. Here's the biggest thing. You're, you're talking about how you evaluate people, how you bring them in. And I, I done, I've done hiring. I've been a coach. I've been a manager. I've worked side by side with HR, with T-Mobile to bring down our attrition rates. We used to funnel in 20 plus 20 to 30 person training classes for, for just call center employees, right? Uh, seven week training program. Our attrition rates were at 11%. I was like, Wow, cost of millions. I mean, this is a, this is just one call center. This is yeah. all the call. So we have, we we made a mission to bring that down, do a better job at evaluating, screening, skill sets. Listen, just because you really need a job doesn't mean you're meant to be in this job, right? Correct. What are, what are your thoughts on that, Anna? It's like people are like, no, I, totally like I work hard. I'll make them I'm like, no, you're going to hate your life. You're going to hate sitting behind a cubicle all day. And then you're going to quit and take unemployment uh, within a year. Or you know, as soon as you cross that one year barrier, boom, you're out. Now, again, the Philippines solves some of that particular problem, but still, it does me no good in this, you know, to have that revolving door. My clients are looking to me, again, for that virtual employee that's going to stay with them for years. Nice. Um, So we're all about building a model for retention. Sustainability. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we, we, we pay double the national average when we bring on a VA. We give them that flexibility. They have more time with their family. We provide health care for them and for dependents based on the time period that they're with us. You could do that in the Philippines? We can. Yeah, yeah. I didn't we know have, you could do that. Yeah, <laughs> okay, we, we have a staffing company that does yeah. that. Wow. We're, we're cool. big enough that we have buying power. Yeah, and now we're big to enough that. to do it. So we can get it for half of what they can buy it individually. So we have mm-hmm. stick. We have people that want to keep in our company, the VAs that want to continue to work it becomes a career. I mean, Ann mentioned four and a half years working with it. You can hardly find an American 
in a career that's been four and a half years with one company. No, I mean, back in the day, it was, you know, oh, five to 10 years with a company was at least the expectation, right? And right. nowadays, and then it moved to five years or less. And then nowadays, especially in the tech space, because um, I spent time in the IT consulting world too, it's like two years if you're lucky. Yeah. Like you're, you're now expected to hop. <laughs> And yeah. well, bring your, ta you bring your talents, yeah. right? And bring your you talents. Something's wrong with you, right? Right. Again, I came out of tech, so I mean, I was the VP of sales hiring those people. <laughs> so again, you have to, you, you had, and again, a lot of my salespeople and techs have been with us for a long time. A lot of that comes to really being able to ask some questions that, on the surface, look innocuous, but tells you really kind of where their heads at. Now, right. because we have a testing software that you know people are just answering like a quiz, they don't think. We, they don't really understand how that affects their, their scoring system. We're able to really make sure we've got the right person in the right seat. Now, do you have, you know, I haven't done some screen sharing yet during this show. I like to mix podcasting with webinar life. Um, okay. So your site, I, you have a nice, right here, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, hiresmartvas.com. It'll be linked on the show notes on livethefuel.com. But uh, our process, right? So you, you outlined it very nicely, by the way, very clean. You're very transparent. I love how you explain. You're you're not kidding. You guys literally have a process here. Um, yeah. Now the quiz. You have a quiz for let's say I'm the client, right? So I, you would quiz me. I would have to complete some type of quiz that you're sending me. Is what I'm hearing. The, the clients. You have I, an easy test. Yeah. You 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 don't even know you're being quizzed. We're having oh. a, a thirty minute conversation, and I get you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the sales pro. All That's right. right. I'm vibing with you. I'm a bit I've been a sales guy for years. So yeah, it's it's all yeah, about the right COVID button. questions. Yeah. That, that's your interview right there. There you go. <laughs> In there, you're gonna give us your pain points, your problems, what buttons are being pushed or could be pushed that need to be dealt with. And and in that sales consultation, we find out really what's going on, and from that can then meet with a candidate those problems, solve those issues, and, and deliver you the person that works for you. Well, I think that's a big deal because a lot of people don't know what they want. Like now VA has become a more common term. And yeah. and, I, and I tell people all the time, actually, there was a great mentor of mine. I forget, man, he was on a great podcast and he, not word for word, but he said, listen, see people like want to, made in the USA, you want to support employment, you want to reduce you know unemployment, et cetera. Some people just don't want to work. Some people are just lazy. Some people just want to milk the system. Let me throw that aside for now because I, I, could, I could go off on that. <laughs> but uh, he said, listen, he's like, I, as a company, as an entrepreneur, he's like, I wasn't ready to employ a full-time, my own actual employee yet, get into the risks of HR and uh, benefits and everything else. He's like, so I needed something like a VA platform to ramp my company up, get it to the income level where then I could move into the phase where it made sense to start bringing in actual employees. And that was a very interesting perspective that he put out there. What are your thoughts on that? I think, you know, every business is different. You know, the type of labor and every entrepreneur is different too. I mean, sure. what I hate to do, Mark likes to do. So unfortunately <laughs> we're a team and when we, but, but in some duo. Fact, if you're a solopreneur, you got a small team. Yeah. You have to do it all. You have to do it all. And you know what? Let's face it. It's either not getting done well. You're really not doing it. It's kind of under the rug and you wait till it piles up to explodes. And then you're like, well, crap, now I got to deal with this. Mm -hmm. and, and or you literally don't have the skill set to do it. Yeah, and we had a coach many years ago before social media was big. And they said, 
And, and I say that because that really it impacts us because they said, if you get 60%, six, 60. Oh, 60% productivity out of an employee, Three out of five days. you're doing good. Now that was before <laughs> social media. Think about that now. Yeah. We wanted to puke when we yeah. heard that. That's before all the not modern distractions. So Correct. That's yeah. before, oh, let me check my Facebook. Oh, I got a message here. So, you know, if, 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 let's say it's 50, 60%, and you're bringing on staff that's doing things. We, we had one client that brought on a VA, hadn't used them before, okay. and, and delivers them, okay, on a Monday morning. We, we, we find, do the hiring process and trains them for 40 hours. And she'll get into that in a second, but hands-on and the person passed the test, delivered on Monday. So our clients had prepared two weeks worth of work based on the individual, the American that this individual was replacing. And she went to Thailand. Okay. Thank you. She had plenty of time. On the first Thursday, so four the, days. VA, the VA has done all the work and she's, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> so she said to the VA, you know, Friday, just Coast, take off. Do some research, whatever you want to do. So she thought she gave weekend. them like a week's worth of work. Yeah. And they just two banged it out. Two weeks worth of work. Two, two weeks worth of work. My Thursday, she created new work over the weekend, delivered it. The level of work that the individuals can do is astonishing because of a higher productivity level and there's less distractions. Mm. So you get, and we started this at a perfect time because people were concerned. Well, I don't want to take an American's job. Sure, away. Yeah. Well, now there's not enough Americans to fill those jobs. Well, we have enough Americans. They just well, some don't want to fill the job. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I will say too, that, that, because we obviously get that question a lot, like, yeah. well, how can you do that? And I'm like, well, what we're trying to do is elevate the skill set. So I'm not saying get rid of your employees because no. we need Move employees, the but, but why have a VA or why have a, your expensive mm -hmm. person doing routine work or mid-level work that a virtual assistant can do? Yeah. Like I mean, now, when I first started working, man, if I could have made $15 an hour to start back in the day, that would have been amazing. I mean, but now you're literally paying entry-level people $15 an hour to do mediocre work. You know? right. And they don't show up. And they and don't show yeah. up. They're not productive. And, yeah. and then, you know, again, you've got water cooler track, talk and drama and all of those things. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't miss it. When we, when we retooled our business, my life changed. My life went from literally, I want to sell the company. I hate this. If, if I have to go into work today, I'm going to puke. <laughs> to, okay. Like I'm kind of liking this. We got rid and, of so all you got, So you got, let's pause on this. So you, you got reinvigorated. You got, oh, I certainly it's did. like hitting reboot on a computer, man. You, oh. you just got boom, like relaunch. Game changer for me, for me. And we were doing that. We were at lunch with our friend that gave us a check. She says, what's different what's with y'all? Y'all are smiling. Also, she and even happy. picked up on the energy too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So Ann picks up the phone, dials our VA and say, here, talk to Michelle. Yeah. And that's what she hung up from that 10 minutes later at lunch and said, I'll write you this big check. Wow. I yeah. want, I want a Teresa. As I want she, that happiness. <laughs> and, and again, it changed my life, not just because I was getting work done, but what I get done is a better quality. My, my person that I paid probably four times what I end up paying for my virtual assistant mm -hmm. literally never had time to do follow-up calls. She was always too busy. Yeah. Never had time to do the things that I really needed her to do. Which by the way, let's and pause on that. I'm sorry. As a sales professional. Yeah. You don't have time to do a follow-up call. That no. is the most key area of financial True. retention right. ever True. is right. the, the follow-up. Right. 
And it's a part that nobody wants to do. There's nobody wants to do excuse. that. Like, oh, I, I hate getting a gatekeeper or I don't want to leave a voicemail. I'm like, it's a follow-up. Just do it. <laughs> well, and these are actually people that are we're under contract with. So they, we even have a relationship with them. It's not cold. It's not cold. Like, seriously. So, so it went from that to us working a lot less hours. Our staff goes home now at five. Nice. There's no weekend work for them. Everybody's living a happier life. They're doing more. So, so you have VAs and you have employees. We yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. So there's there some things you have to have boots on the ground to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My business is virtual. So technically, right. I mean, I do have one. My biggest client is still boots on the ground. I still travel and, and grow her a business for, uh, with, with, with sales meetings and stuff like that. I, you know, that's, that's my contract with her. Um, and, but all my newer client business is, is virtual. I got people on the West Coast. I mean, we're doing social media marketing and everything else. So it's like, I, all I need is a Zoom call or a cell phone call and I'm, a text message and I'm good. Well, <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have physical needs that have to yeah. be met. And our staff locally. can do twice as much. I mean, because we, we, you look at it by our contract. She does twice as many contracts. So physically and all, she's doing twice as much. She's happier. She's doing less work. Hmm. She, go, she actually runs out of work probably about 2.30 or 3 during the day. Because she gets caught up yeah. because she has a VA that's assisting her. So she's never feeling overwhelmed. No. Yeah. All the phone calls, all the emails are answered by the VA. So she can actually put her head down. Our staff actually puts their head down and works and without all those interruptions. I like that. I mean, I, I, that's big in the sales front. Like I, I was telling my client this uh, last year, I said, you really need an inside person. I was like, yeah. why? I was like, your outside team should be focused on the outside work. And if you have an inside teammate just doing some of the you know f quick follow-up calls, whatever, then they can pre-screen half of that stuff. And it's like, okay, I don't have to waste your outside territory manager's job on this. I got it covered. I can land that sure. PO and everything else. But then if it's something big or is a problem, okay, then escalate it. You know, and then sure, they can sure. schedule the in-person meeting and get in there and talk to the CEIOs. Absolutely. Right? Like that's that boots on the ground you still need. So yes. sure. well, the relationship manager. And sometimes you actually yeah. need to see somebody face to face. So. Absolutely. Well, that's five yeah. percent of the calls and emails versus a hundred percent that you were as an individual were dealing with in the past. Oh yeah. So so it's freed it up. So our lives are a lot simpler now. And you know, first we 20 years started growing businesses to make money to be able to grow and exist and plan for retirement, then it got into, we need to make it where we're more comfortable and have more free time and can enjoy the benefits of what we've been able to do. Well, I think that's a big under, underlying statement of this episode today, right? Is that we're trying to realize that, wow, there's some life balance you're going to get out of this. There's some, oh, absolutely. there's some, there's some time management improvements coming out of this. <laughs> Not sure. just, oh, the dollars and the business stuff here. It's what are the personal life impacts that we also gain out of this? Yeah, our phones are answered seven days a week, and on Saturday and Sundays, we get one call every two weeks that we have to deal with. Nice. Other than that, somebody else deals with it, and our clients are satisfied. And they get better customer service because yeah. they've got somebody that'll answer the phone. And in our industry, that's very difficult to find. Yeah. <laughs> so we have that edge up just for that reason alone. Well, that's huge. I mean, you basically have a seven days a week coverage. That's a huge win. So, uh, obviously that's not, the, that's not the same VA. It cost me to have one person. No, no is that the, that's not the same VA though, right? I mean, no, yeah, no, no, no. They only work 40 hours. It's five consecutive days, eight and a half hours. We have shifts. multiple VAs so that multiple. work in and out okay. of the, the different businesses and, you know, one does social media and so forth. 
but it, it's divided that up and then it frees us up. We wanted to travel a lot. So now we travel one to two weeks out of every month. Nice. Typically, it's not all for pleasure. It's for business now. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah but we, I think you don't feel we, as stressed when you leave on a business trip. No, true. No, now I got true. the dog taken care of. Yeah, got the business taken care of. We're all set. When we can enjoy more life together, we're not yeah. stressed out so much that we can't sit down with a meal and have to talk business. And that was something that you know a while back that we had to talk business. Now we choose to. Great. Yeah. If we don't, yeah. we have other interests and other things we can talk and, about. And that's that's kind of like my back to my point on also the financial freedom component, though, along with the time freedom is that, again, if I'm at my solopreneur or entrepreneurial point where I can't justify the cost of a made in the USA, we'll call it, uh, full-time employee, right? I need to find something more cost-effective, right? If it's one-fourth of the cost to have a VA and I only have to give them True. 20 to 30 hours worth of work, then as the business grows, then I can justify more, right? Um, and that's the cost savings that I was referring to earlier too is that because obviously what we're talking about here is you're employing people in the Philippines. There's clearly a cost savings here. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And and so they save a lot of dollars. When we brought our first VA on, we could only come up with what we believed was 20 hours worth of work, kind of like our friend that went to Thailand and our client didn't have enough work for that person. And we started getting that work done. Then we found there's things that we really should be doing, things that were costing us money, the follow-ups and mm -hmm. the calls and sales support and all that wasn't getting done. But initially we said, even if we can buy this person's time 40 hours a week and they're only working 20 hours, we're getting it for 20 25% of what I would pay an American so we're plus still benefits and right. payroll tax and all that we're still saving at least 50%. Yeah. And then soon it was where they were working and we started bringing on second, third, fourth, and and, and it's just been history from there. Well, that was like, uh, again, I can't remember which episode it was we had on the show over a year ago, but the guy was talking about how when he got into his VA business, he still has his very first VA. And he's like, the one thing he loved about him is the guy just was, was so thankful for having the contract, having the work, their, the work ethic was through the roof. Uh, and, and the guy was a self-starter. If he started running out of work, he would look at other areas of the business relationship to see, oh, well, like I, I remember he joked around. He's like, there was some programming or some issues with the website. And he just went and taught himself code and le learned how to fix the website for him. I mean, he's like, I didn't even ask him to do that, but he, he ran out of stuff to do and he went and figured that out. He's like, oh, by the way, I think I can fix that. You know, I, I studied it this weekend or whatever. Like, it's like, who does that? <laughs> yeah, we, we've sent ours through intensive training on digital marketing and with, we've done that too. We've paid a lot to train them so they can do more and become more valuable for us. So yeah, and it makes sense. You would do that for an employee yeah. and they're going to stay with you. Uh, and the career considerations that you give additional education to them, they just want to serve you even more and do even more. Well, here's something I'm intrigued about. Cause again, we're obviously talking about another country and I know the Philippines has a big influence from the U S thanks to our military presence over the years back in the day. But um, like on your website here, you have, and your recruitment. So yeah. obviously you're doing testing, you're doing pre-screening, but like you really do background checks and criminal background checks. They have that. Over Absolutely. There? We do. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, there yeah. you go. Well, you can't do it in every country. Number one. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing that we, one of the reasons we stick and stayed with the Philippines yeah. is because I can do, it's a FBI level background check. Cause a lot of the industries that we place deal with sensitive data. And we wanted to make sure that we were doing our part 
and protecting them. That's a good point. And actually, I, I mean, that was going to bring it up too, because like, obviously if I'm, if you're outsourcing to an IT company or a technology company, you know, obviously I know, I already know that Philippines has gotten some major upgrades over the years. Their bandwidth is better. Their internet is better. Yeah. It's definitely improved a lot because of our, I think our influence as a country over there. Mm -hmm. I just had no idea what they actually had implemented the level of criminal background checks and all that stuff. So they have a lot of influence from us over there. So yeah, sure do. that makes your life a little bit better for clients. So and, and our clients are comfortable. I mean, if you could do an FBI background check on somebody here versus not, all right. it makes a big difference. We, we had one client we know that's hired VAs from us and they've hired some other because they needed some different language skills and, and found out, well, we didn't do a background check on that individual and they just got picked up in all the equipment. Think about this. You try to find your VA on Monday morning, you find out over the weekend, the, the federal government police has picked up the individual because he's selling drugs or whatever it was. And this was an interesting story that was told us. I said, and all the equipment was picked up too. So the computers that had all the details of the VA's work now, granted, they save it to the server and back and forth, right. but they did lose a day's worth of work until it got backed up. Oh, wow. So, Plus, they so have all the passwords and everything else. I mean, you save that stuff. I was wondering about that. So, like, <clears throat> how do you equip your people? I mean, so you said you have a staffing partner over there. So let's, let's say I was going to say, you know what? I've got some clients. We do a lot of Instagram posting and stuff. Like, if to, would I get them an iPhone to make sure they could do Instagram posting? Like, how's all that work? So... Well, again, that goes down to the recruiting right. portion of the program, right? So if there are specific requirements that our client needs, obviously I will vet those and make sure that they're acceptable beforehand. Okay. Most of our clients need customer service, admin, sales support. Yeah. Things that, like that robotic stuff that I heard, I referred to earlier. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, again, and a lot yeah. of the, a lot a lot of it really is customer service. Being on the phone is a big a big part of what we provide. Okay. Yeah. And does a technology declaration so you Correct. as a client know exactly what equipment you know they have a, a, a three five seven speed computer what what is it they really have you yeah. know and you know you don't want to count it working on an old piece of equipment no. and <laughs> and you want somebody in sales it's more important that they've got a good quality headset and multiple yeah a noise a noise canceling headset too if you're in a noisy oh, environment right 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 so. right so so all of that's part of the vetting process more than anything else what i do tell so i do have some clients that have in my, like us ourselves as well like we want dual screens for all of our vas yeah. they're not going to come with dual screens so we buy them oh. and we pay for them through the staffing company we never want to pay a va directly because of a IRS. And again, they really are employees. So if you've got right. that buffer of a staffing company, it's much easier to prove they're not your employee. Yeah. Um, so we, we send the money to the staffing company, staffing company procures it. They bill us. So does the staffing company provide the facility or can these, like, no. now, nowadays with virtual employees, you can literally be working out of your home. And so we, all of ours work out of their home, but really? we bet oh. their speed, we bet their office, their environment. We do all of that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's part of the benefits that we have is that you don't, they don't have to travel two hours each way to a job to sit in a two by two foot cubicle and get screamed at by U.S. Americans upset about their phone or their right. internet. And then when the calls drop off, they're sent then back they're fired. home. Then yeah. they're fired. So, so they save all this travel time. They, they have the hours because they have eight hour jobs because we give them full time. They're working from their home office. They're closer to their family. They have more time with them. 
You're actually giving a Filipino a better lifestyle. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. So they're benefiting from this just like we are over here as the client. And that was what we wanted to do from the very beginning. And they work our hours. So we're all East Coast here. So they're going to work our hours East Coast. Anne's got these clocks clocks up above. You you actually have like the different time zones up there? Yeah. (laughs) You know what time zone it is. Six clocks up there. And Manila and, you know, here and all of them. Because she needs to know from the client. So if it's 9 a.m. here on the East Coast, what time is it over there? I don't even know. 9 a.m. It would be uh, 10 p.m. So East Coast 9 a.m. would be 10 p.m. their time. So they're going to work all night long. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's another one. If if I want them to work, like they're already doing that in the U.S. call center. I mean, I've got a list of 400 and some of the 500 Fortune 500 companies that have people working in call centers. Yeah. They don't advertise it. Yeah. But in the Philippines, they work there. So they're working those hours. They're doing that traveling traffic. You think about your traffic. It's just as bad. Mm-hmm. And they get the hours. Yeah. I love it. I mean, I, I it's funny because I, I do. I have a very big passion for the Philippines, not just because of the old tech experience and the call center world that I already knew about, but uh, a good buddy of mine, I've had him on the podcast. He he was actually just on that show, um, Shark Tank. Uh, and he, ah. didn't, he didn't get a deal. Uh, but his company's ah. already doing well. But he, he founded a company called Eat Pilly Nuts. So there's a pili nut, which is the healthiest nut on the planet from the jungles of the Philippines. And he makes uh-huh. sure that he, he went over there on a humanitarian mission years ago and walked through one of the villages and they were cooking up these nuts, or whatever. And he, he's like, oh, my God, these were amazing. And then he brought some back here. And then fast forward, he employs the villagers out there. They they climb the trees with bare feet like they do. You can do it in Hawaii. And they, they I don't know, it's a whole thing. Anyway, he makes sure that he's employing 100 percent people over there. And then obviously he has then everything brought, you know, shipped here to Oregon and then he distributes here in the country. But it's, he's like, dude, he's like, the people are so passionate. They, and that's not even technology. That's, that's, you know, hands-on labor. And they're so, he's like, he's like, I'm actually being able to impact that village or those, those employees and their livelihoods. Uh, They're appreciative of the income and having the work. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is not far off from a third world country when you actually yeah. think about it. I mean, and the reality is that was our whole thing is we wanted to transform lives in the Philippines and in the U.S., creating that win. So it's a good thing for us as the HR person that manages the, the staffing component. Our clients are, are happy because they're getting great laborers uh, for a reduced uh amount and the Philippines are upgrading. And again, they get healthcare. I mean, I can't tell you when we were able to, to I, that blew my mind. Care. I had no idea. That's great. Well, and most of people can't, I mean, you know, we, nobody we in our industry wait. does what we're doing right. with healthcare, huh. and, and, but that's been the biggest impact. You know, the, the, the messages that we get, or I get from the virtual assistant professionals that we, that we have are, you've made such a difference in my family. They don't have to worry about getting paid because that's the other thing. A lot of times, so you hear that they, you know, VAs go dark and they have all these issues and blah, 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 blah. Well, we treat them historically, you know, when you meet somebody online, we treat them crap, like crap. We, we terminate them. We say, well, you work for less pay. We, you know, we, we basically treat them like a tool. Treat them like a tool. Yeah. And like we can, yeah, yeah. And so we, we destroy all of that. But but it's hard to get on with our company. It is only about one percent of the people that come to us go through, start through the testing, get the tests, the grades, and analyze. Then they it's a ten step process. They go through three steps of interviews before they get to a client. They get placed. They're one percenters. 
They really are. So getting this job is a your screening is intense. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But seeing even after they picked by the client, I put them through the paces for forty hours. We kind of we kind of glossed over that. Yeah. Because the reality. So you wait. You actually put a new VA that you guys have screened and hired through your staffing agency over there through your own forty-hour test. Well, we. What we do is a client picks. So I give you three. So let's say you're the client, Scott. Yeah. So I give you three amazing people. The general. I saw that on the website. Yep. The general feeling is, oh my God, I love them. I like all three of them. And a lot of times my clients will take more than more than one or one. two. But any um, of those three could but, do that job you needed. So let's say you pick Jane. Okay. So I'm going to work starting the next Monday with Jane. And we have different certifications. We've got customer service front office customer service back office. We've got sales support. We've got accounting. It doesn't really matter. The People get kind of a little bit caught up on the certification, but the reality of the certification is you can hide from somebody for eight hours, Okay. you know, and you can put up a good front. You can't hide from me for 40 hours. You just can't. (laughs) I'm going to find out you're a slacker. I'm going to find out that you're not smart enough to do what we need to do. Although that part of our program it has gotten, we've improved, we've improved because we of testing. A, we've, we've reduced our fallout from people that can't make it through the 40 hours once they got selected by almost half. So wow. we're down wow. to about 12% of them don't make it through that. And so we that resource is, and re-deliver to the client and three more. So so in, so I analyzed that 12% that fall out. It's not because they're not smart enough or don't have the aptitude. Okay. The problem usually happens to do with their family situation. So, so not, in other words, they haven't figured out how to create the balance, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. Like there's their time management is just not there yet. So, yeah. and that's, and that's, that's totally that. real here. I remember when I first started like working from home years ago, when I had a jobby job, it wasn't easy. And I don't even have kids. I, it was so yeah. easy to like, Oh, I'm just going to go and make some breakfast or I'm going to throw a load of laundry in. And I, right. I, I was multitasking. I'm like, yeah. no, nah, you gotta like, to this day, I am, I, I did not have all of this. Some people just can't season. do it. Yeah, some people just can't do it. Yeah, some people need but, to feel, need to go to the work, be in the environment and in the zone. And yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that, but some people are just wired that way. Yeah, and so. we find out who those are. They fall out. We deliver them on that next Monday. They get acclimated with the client. Client still does training with them and additional training to, over what AM's done and gets them familiar, gets them working with our company. But then after that point, we have monthly meetings with our with the client on how to better uh, through what we call office hours, mm-hmm. how to better make work out of their client, uh, out of their VAs. We have ongoing meetings with the VAs and support them. We have a client success manager that stays in contact. So we don't just deliver somebody and disappear. We have a lifetime of a relationship. And with it's comprehensive. People. So I'm intrigued here. What I'm hearing, obviously, 40 hours, healthcare, background checks, just like a normal employee. So per this model that you guys work with, if a client would work with you, you have to have a full-time relationship, or do you take a VA and split them amongst three clients if they only need part-time needs? It's his no, full-time only? It's got to be full-time. Okay. Otherwise, one of those three clients you talk about will suddenly grow their business ah. and take it from the others. Okay. And then the others are going to be upset right. now. Cause they've already built the relationship. They've been trained, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, right. Yeah. Well, and part of it too is, you know, that VA is looking for that full time. And okay. if you're not offering it to them, they're still looking. And we want mm. to keep our people locked in. I, I say that's an important clarification. Cause I'm like, well, 
maybe some solopreneurs might not even be ready or they think again, what I'm hearing here, again, it's one quarter of the cost on average, whatever. Is that the, is that Less the right? $23,000 a year, including right. my training and my recruiting fee. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the average full-time decent employee, you're going to pay 40 or 60 right. at least. So, and then all the benefits, you know, adds another Payroll 20% taxes, on top. all that stuff. Less than $23,000 all in. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty mind blowing. That, is that why the person threw the big check at you? She's like, I'm going to take like yes. two, yeah. two, yeah. two or three of these. They, they, they had a, a receptionist job paid 55 or 60, 55, 60 plus benefits, time off, two weeks vacation, healthcare, all of that. Well, I wanted that and, job. and they had turnover <laughs> and they had what they call office drama. I know, yeah. you know, think about it, you know, Monday after the Super Bowl, nobody gets any work done at the office. They're all talking about the game mm. or the dancing with the stars they're talking about who got voted off we do that have a lot of distraction in this country we do we do yeah we do. that doesn't go on with the va or if it does i don't even know about it because they're talking to themselves in their little solo room that's yeah yeah that's pretty wild wow that's pretty cool so so all of your clients are obviously working with full-time vas and you have some that have one some that have more than one obviously yep yeah okay I have some clients that have determined after their, so it usually turns out they're really nervous to do their first one. Mm -hmm. And then literally within a month, if they have any concept or growth in their, in their mindset, they hire two or three right behind them because they're, they, once they do that first one and they get the exponential value, it is incredible when you start thinking about how, how can I, reorganize, reshift my duties so that I can lower my cost, but increase my productivity. Yeah. Well, you we said it over. Good. Yeah. All we right. had one client that said for every three employees, I'm going to have a VA and it's going to split between them. Well, that didn't work because one wanted it more. So there was one per two. Now it's one for oh, one. So yeah, one to one ratio. They grow yeah. their business. They hire an individual. They hire a VA for that American. Well, the beauty of that is, and Anne can speak to this as, as a VP of sales. It's like, okay, well, if I already have Let's say I got a five-person sales team and two just suck. I mean, just I've been, I've been on the fence about getting rid of them, but I needed them in the field. But if I could free up the time in the other three in the field, right. they can overlap that that two-person issue. Absolutely, those True. two go, and yes. then I give each of them assistance because I just I just wiped out two people. So actually, I could pay for two salaries. I could probably pay six of VAs, but let's yeah. say I'm just going to throw in three. And, and you yeah. can still and bonus your American staff. Yeah. See, that's what we did. We bonused. We we took a half of what we saved. We kept it. You know, yep. we're entrepreneurs, so we want to pay your bills. <laughs> and then we gave half of it in a. We set a bonus program yeah. for our staff based on results. Mm. What well, we wanted to see in the business. Yeah. So they okay. had higher results. They made more money. So everybody came out ahead on the yeah. art. Well, the incentivization is key, right? It's like, you know. well, and here's the other part that we didn't really talk about with that. So not only did we incentivize them for, for things that we wanted to do proactively, we also started bonusing for things that we, I heard a lot of bitching about. And I hate mm. to say it and put it that way, but yeah. I got tired of listening to There's it. There's always so going to be some B&M. Right. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I got to do that. It's that time of the week again right. or right. Monday for whatever, you know what it so, is. So Mark and I said, well, we're just going to start paying for it. Like every time you do this, shut up and just do it and we'll pay you for now it. Now they're happy and to now do it. We have not heard any complaints. Like, no, <laughs> we made it enough of a carrot. So it's, I mean, it's a pretty good, but we would never have been able to do that. So you, fa you found every, every time you hear a complaint, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to pay for it. 
I mean, yeah, yeah. And then it'll shut you up. I mean, the sad part is that's so true. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, and and the, key, the key there is we manage with KPIs, key performance yeah. indicators, and Ann teaches our clients how to do the same thing with their VA so that they know that they're working, they know the level of productivity, they know the metrics that are set up are being met. Okay. And, and that's where that trust level after a couple of weeks, two to four weeks comes on and they're starting to see the results of that because the KPI reporting's coming in and they call Ann and say, Hey, I need another one. I need two more. Right. Once you get comfortable with it, you won't go back. You just won't. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just thought it was funny that you actually started throwing more money at the, you know, your USA based employees yeah. just to shut them up. But the fact yeah. is you can afford it because you're not hiring more full-time people. You're just reinforcing your existing people with, with the people you could save money on from the Philippines. Right. And now you can also incentivize them even more. So, Hey guys, don't be afraid of the fact you have some Filipino teammates because now yeah. I can actually pay you more. Yeah. Well, and the other thing with that is it allowed us to only pay for performance too. So, I mean, she mm. still has her base salary, but we were then able to bonus her on th again, things we either, don't want to hear about or things that make us money. Yeah. And so, you know, so I'll give you an example. One of our businesses, we have, um, we have a request for tickets. Okay. I want to see those tickets closed in two, every two weeks. And this isn't for hire smart. This is for a different business. Yeah. So when it, when a ticket comes in, I want it completed, done, verified, build invoice, finished two weeks before that it was, Oh, I don't know. 70, plus days. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. Wow. So now we can travel, we can pull up the, the log on that and yeah. see where things are. And it's one or two pages instead of 10 or 12 pages. Because it just drove me nuts. So now, even if she hasn't quite uh, like can close out the ticket or she's you can at least see it's being worked yeah and you can at least see it's being worked because I, I agree like my, my again that big client in the sales world uh she uses salesforce amazing expensive yeah. but amazing Great. software yeah. amazing yeah. and uh her in her inside person at the office now she's just crushing tickets we we, we took the main yeah. inbox and now the inbox generates a ticket for every single email coming in and again it's getting that just getting that more consistency, turning things around, processing. And you're not always going to close every ticket right away. It could be something yeah. that needs two, three weeks. But at least you're seeing that they're being worked and they're not just being kicked aside or ignored. So Right. Well, and I will say that since we've done that, 75% of the stuff is closed out. There you go. Which is pretty good. Well, and I big, I mean, I'm back to customer service. Especially if those tickets relate to actually also having touch, touching base with the customer who might have sent the issue in. It's like, guys, like, don't just ignore them. So if you can increase the follow-ups, increase those touch points. Oh my God. I tell people all the time, like communication is the biggest thing. That if you can keep communication dialed in, you so reduce so many problems. Totally agree with you. Here's the thing. The person that's getting paid to close out those two tickets doesn't want to be on the phone. Right. But my little VA. So your VA does love, the phone I, work. She does all the phone work and she hammers them every day. Now, does, now does she close the tickets too, or then your no, inside? She can't close tickets. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> she can't close tickets. Her job is just to document that she's called and followed up and figure out where it is. And then she gives me a, a report at the end of the day that says, here's where we are with these things. And, and so, for us, each one of those tickets is new revenue. Right. Yeah. And so it's money. You know, it, it's a sale. So every one of those we want closed because if, if they sit it for is. seven weeks, I don't make any money. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I like and that. nobody's happy. I mean, the client that called in isn't happy. I'm not happy. Nobody's happy. By the um, way, uh, we're at the end of our slot. Are you guys good for a couple minutes? 
Yeah, we're okay. fine. I, well, sometimes people got things back to no, you, you guys could be hustling on the Saturdays. I don't know. The dog's quiet, Yo, so we're good to go. Yoga's done. We yeah. check that box. Yeah. I walked almost two miles. We've done forty-five minutes of yoga. We're we're invigorated. Yeah, let's 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 let's. T- we're coming toward the end of the show anyway, and I do have another show coming up in twenty minutes. But so, uh, let's close on that high note, right? What? what what is the lifestyle components? You already hinted at travel. You were joking, we were joking around about yoga and stuff. Like in four years, what is the lifestyle changes that you kind of are now taking away? So that's a great, yeah, that's great. Cause we, we were working seven days a week. Okay. And eight, 10, 12 hours, some of those days, you know, or more. and <laughs> some of them were a little more, some of them less. We never had time for uh, social app going out and doing things. You know, just in the last, Three weeks, we've been to a, uh, a blues place. We've been to a rock place, you know, in the evening. Listen, we never had time to do that or the energy to do it because we burned it all up mm. in our job. So now we're we're down to taking off the weekends and closing the business out of our minds as best we can at five o'clock every day and then having dinner together and enjoying each other. It, it's really changed our lives. Yeah, and I would say four years from now, I don't think our lifestyle would change that much because we really love what we do. We've kind of dialed it in, as Mark was saying. Um, this last year was kind of, so each year we have a theme of what we're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and last year's theme was, again, to create more of a social space because uh, we, we all we hang out with are business owners. <laughs> Yeah. And so we like, we need we a, hang out with a ton of CEOs. Right. I, I tell you all the time, you know, classic quote, product of the five people we spend the most time with. Well, if you uh, want to uh, level up. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. Yeah. But some of those entrepreneurs are also, we wanted to be as friends. So sure. we, yeah. um, New Year's Day was a, I had a big New Year's Day party, had um, some of our fr- couple's friends, we played games. And before we never had the, and a social depth to do that because we never had time to invest in those types of relationships. They're all business owners, but we didn't talk oh, business. Right. We, uh, yeah, we, 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 we socialize. So, so true. So, so for, you know, that's probably been what we will continue on this year um, is to try to, to figure that out. Well, I tell people um, all the time, like uh, I spent years networking, right? Growing my network. Yes, and yes. now I actually am changing that terminology. I think through the maturation of that process and the growth that we all experience and as we level up in the entrepreneurial space and beyond is you learn that it's not so much spending all that time networking. It's, are we truly connecting? And a lot of us are so overwhelmed with running our business, growing our business, hiring people or whatever, that you don't get to take that breath. You don't get to slow down enough and realize, am I actually having a great thorough connecting conversation with that CEIO that could become a friend, right? And true, true. I think so many people forget about that. That's why people are just pushing and rushing to just close the sale or close the deal. And it's like, guys, are you actually connecting with these people? Well, uh, I love that. I don't know. Yeah. I think and a lot of us are overworked. They don't want to. Well, and part of what we we teach too is you know, it's not B to B, it's not B to C, it's human to human. Nice. And the more and you the get to human to human relationship, and again, You're the VAs with help me. allow you do, well, the VAs allow us to do that. They have the time to call, they have the energy to call, they have the passion to call. So it, um, it really has changed kind of the whole vibration of, of, um, I love that. We have, so. And that's, that's, see, that's, that's something else that people don't realize. It's like, that goes back to my point of connecting, right? It's, it's like people try and connect me on LinkedIn. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I see that we have 
virtual connections, blah, blah, blah. I think we could benefit from connecting. I'm like, really? That's your, that's your pitch? Like, yeah. like well, it, you know, it, it, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right. You have to, you have to be, do value in advance and you have to, at least that's what we try to do. We try to always, one of our kind of personal goals or whatever is to leave people better off than before they met us. Very nice. Either by giving them information, energy, time, a smile. I mean, it can, it can be something as innocuous as that, but our personal mission is to leave everybody a little bit better off than before they met us. Well, and I like the point on smile because a guy from training and leading the call center world years ago, you can hear a smile and a voice. Oh, Absolutely yes. you yes. can. And if you are trying to really get somebody on your team that's crushing the phones, if they're not enjoying what they're doing, I can hear it. You Absolutely. sound like a robot. You sound like you don't give a crap. Yeah. If I got happy go lucky people because you gave them life balance in the Philippines, making phone calls, just from a customer service standpoint, which does lead into sales, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, the key for us was we are able to capitalize on other people's time mm -hmm. and utilizing that to give us that flexibility and that freedom to be able to breathe and think about doing those things. Because mm -hmm. before you, you, you run so hard, you don't think, oh, I need to stop and smile and say, hey, how are you doing? How's the family? It's just, hey, how's business? How's business? And when we finally registered that it is an age to age, human to human, mm -hmm. and, and started dwelling on that, things just opened up tremendously for us. I love it. Well, listen, on these notes you guys hit on, this is actually a perfect segue because actually when we bring this show to a close, I actually ask you, uh, my guest co-host to help close the show out with some all-encompassing words. And you already kind of hit on some really inspiring points just now, but what would be a nice all-encompassing message you want to leave behind to the audience if they, in case they forget everything else we discussed today? So like, what are some final words that each of you guys would like to leave or do a joint thing? I don't know. You guys are the power couple. <laughs> yeah, when... when when we've looked at and involved in our businesses and starting business, you know, we, we, we try to avoid letting the fear drive or letting the fear stop us from moving things forward. Mm. And so a lot of our clients come to us, they're afraid to hire a VA. They're afraid to move forward. And like, well, we did this. We were in your same shoes over five years ago now, and here's where we're at and we can change things. Because most of us as entrepreneurs are scared to death to tackle and take on something we're not sure and comfortable enough until we work it all out and you never work it all out. And that's the problem. So. Well, and again, I kind of go back to, you know, the custom suit thing, specifically for our, the virtual assistant business. You know, there's a there's a lot of places you can get a cheap VA. You can be basically they're, they're dating sites for, sure. for VAs. We're a marriage VA. Like we're the, we're the ones that literally take time to get to know you, make, get to know them and make sure that the fit is there. Okay. Um, and then we don't go away either. So we're kind of like counsel, the, we're yeah. kind of the marriage counselor yeah. too. So, um, Never thought of it that way. <laughs> Sorry guys, we're in for the long haul. Yeah. So, so I think if you've had a bad experience, don't let that stop you. Don't let that fear of whatever. Yeah, yeah. We provide the easy button for people that want to do this. You don't have to learn and know everything we do. Mm. <laughs> We've done it hundreds and hundreds of times. We have that great 97.2 success rate. Yeah. We definitely know what it takes to be successful. And I'm not afraid to tell a client, 
Sometimes the problem is you mm-hmm. and let's fix yeah. it. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of times people are so, they you know, like, I don't want to get involved. I, I, we are very involved. Yeah. And if I think you need to do something different, I am going to help coach you through that so that you can have a better result, um, at least to the best of my ability. Because it's important to me, again, from a just kind of a personal place that we provide amazing careers for the VAs, but we also provide amazing talent for our U.S. clients. And the only way you can do that with human capital is to care and to be open to ideas and suggestions and have a partner that really wants what's best for you. And I feel like Hire Smart specifically, Mark and I, want our clients to experience what we know is possible. Because you've gone through it. Because we've yeah. done it. And it's never, for us, it's never been about being the biggest. It was about being the best. So we're a boutique. Mm-hmm. We're not for everybody and we're not going to be the Fortune 100 VA no. company. Don't but need we're to be. be the best. You got your niche carved out. So. Well, and, and not only that, I mean, I can only personally work with so many clients at a time. Mm-hmm. And I literally, that's important to me too. Making sure that I'm the person that is that connection, making sure that I'm the person that touches the VAs and, and touches the client and makes sure that that match is solid you know, we've got a pretty good process and a system, so we can do, uh, we have opportunity to we do a lot capacity. more growth, yeah. but it's that personal human to human touch that we, that we get. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I took out of each year. Obviously uh, for closing words, I, I took out of all of that was from Mark's side of it was, uh, you know, get, get over the fear. Right. And then from your end, uh, both of your ends really is, is that human to human connection, the custom suit, uh, I, I love that because we are dealing with human beings and they're not a robot as I kind of joked around with it earlier in the show, right? I, if I could take anything out of that whole show today for myself, it was like getting beyond that robotic component and making reminding ourselves that these are human beings and we're all working together for a better result. So I'd love that. Well, listen, hang tight. I want to give you guys a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think we gave you a very clear, very clear overview of what the VA world is like, especially from the higher smart uh, perspective. So uh, Anne and Mark helped us rock that today. Uh, if any of you guys are stuck or basically behind that growth mode and you're ready to learn a little bit more and you all of a sudden realize that they're listening to this show that you might want to consider a VA, reach out to them. They'll be linked in the show notes. Again, you got HireSmartVAs.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're all about. Again, I over three and a half years of this show, we're here to fuel your health, your business, and your lifestyle. Remind each of you again, you too can live the fuel And we'll talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com. 